Hey guys, my name is Shanina Lacia. I am an educator. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm the host of the Reaching While Teaching podcast. And now I just earned a new title. I am an author. I just wrote my first book and it's called Reaching While Teaching, an educator's guide to impacting and transforming lives. It is now available on Amazon, Kobo, Google Playbooks, and also on my website, www.shaninealacia.com. This is the perfect book for educators to feel encouraged, empowered, and motivated to go out and make long-lasting impacts in the lives of the students that they serve. It's filled with practical advice and personal stories that are relatable to anyone. Be sure to get your copy today. You won't be disappointed. Yoga. Have you thought about teaching yoga or maybe finding a teacher for your kids? Well, today we have one of the best. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. Hey, everybody. I'm James Shannon, and this is episode 24 of the Blair Radio Start Your Business and Be Heard podcast, a place where all brands can be heard. Today's guest is the owner of one of my favorite businesses that we've had on the show, Pretzel Kids. Pretzel Kids teaches kids yoga, and if you're interested in finding a class for your kids or maybe even becoming a yoga teacher, then you definitely want to hear this one. Overall, this is a great interview. Today's guest is Robin Peretz. She first got into yoga after a trip to China that didn't go as planned, but she overcame it and ended up creating Pretzel Kids. <laughs> Isn't that the perfect name for kids yoga? I love it. All right. Here is Robin Peretz of PretzelKids.com. Today's guest is a mother, entrepreneur, marketing maven, journalist, dog lover, and more. She's also the founder and CEO of Pretzel Kids, a nationwide kids yoga brand. I'm excited to talk to the founder of Pretzel Kids, Robin Parrots. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for, for being here. My first question, just before we get into everything that you're doing with the yoga and Pretzel Kids, what did you want to be when you were growing up? I wanted to be a broadcast journalist. I wanted to be an on-air anchor, like a Diane Sawyer or a Barbara Walters or... Lester Holt, one, one of those greats, um, were kind of the ones that I looked up to as, as a kid. Um, I actually ended up going to journalism school. That was what I initially thought I would be doing for my entire career. But yeah, that was my goal as a kid. Cool. I mean, journalism is a little bit different than yoga. So mm -hmm. and, um, I know that you got into yoga after you became ill in China. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So. Interestingly enough, you know, when you have kind of a bad experience, somehow you try to block it out and not really, it's not that pleasant to necessarily remember. But in my case, it really propelled me on an entirely different path that I could have never imagined. So I was in China. This was 20 years ago, actually, this fall, October 2019, was the 20-year, um, you know, mark anniversary of my trip to China in 1999. I was a young mom. I had a th almost three-year-old and a six-month-old at the time and was a journalist and was 
on a, a trip to China um, to, to write a magazine article. And uh, while I was in China, I got very ill on a, like a little kind of river cruise down the Yangtze River. I had never been to China before. And I actually haven't been back since, but got gravely ill. No one knew what was wrong with me. I was on a riverboat and I was kind of in and out of consciousness. It was pretty bad. It wasn't a, a little illness. Eventually got flown back to the United States and ended up in a, in a hospital here in Boston for about a month while they were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. It turned out that I had a neurological disorder that they connected to a number of the vaccines, believe it or not, that I had before this trip to China. Now, I am by no means against anti-vaccines. Like, I think everyone should get their vaccine. So let me just put that out there. But in my case, I was one of a million that had a bad reaction somehow to, they don't even know which one it was because I got so many at once, which I don't recommend. Um, so basically, it was like your body gets, you know, all these different types of um, viral strains get put into your body at the same time. So your immune system can naturally fight them off. And then you don't end up with the particular disease. That's generally how, how it works. But in my case, my immune system kind of went onto overdrive. And I ended up with an autoimmune neurological disorder. Was very ill for on and off for about two years. About 50% of the people that have this disorder, which is a form of something called dysautonomia, recover, and many people don't. And I, I feel very blessed and fortunate that I did make a full recovery. But as part of my recovery, on the advice of some knowledgeable friends in the, in the wellness field, I sought out some help in terms of a private meditation and yoga instructor to help me learn how to breathe more deeply slow down my nervous system, and calm down the ensuing anxiety that was a result of being so sick. So that got me on a different path because as I started recovering and feeling better, I was using my own tools to you know, help me. The meditation, the very, very slow yoga, and something called pranayama, which is yogic breathing or breath control. And as I recovered and knew that this had helped me so much in my both my physical and mental recovery, that's what brought me to yoga, really. I um, started taking more yoga classes like physical yoga as I got stronger and more physically able to do the classes. And then from there, I enrolled in a yoga teacher training course just so I could really learn more about the practice with the intent on just helping myself and maybe those I, I loved and cared about in my circle. And one thing led to another and I ended up teaching a couple classes. And that's kind of how my journey went with yoga. From there, I, I ended up opening up a, a yoga studio and center and began to train other teachers as a yoga teacher trainer. And um, ended up doing that for 12, 12 years. Um, wow. And it brought me great personal fulfillment. Ironically, right before that, when I got sick in China, I was mainly writing about two things, travel and business. So I wrote for a couple large business publications. 
and was able to apply a lot of what I learned in terms of how other companies have managed to achieve success and with marketing and business development and customer relations and was able to transfer that to running my own business. So that was was how I got started. I, I ended up selling the studio. It was called Breathe Joy Yoga in 2016 to um, spin off Pretzel Kids as its own company in 2017. But you came up with the idea for Pretzel Kids while you were running a class for Breathe Joy Yoga back in 2005, right? Yeah, correct. I actually, um, so when I had the studio, I got some requests from parents and schools in my community, which is was outside of Boston, to run some kids' classes. So that's really how, how that got started. I already had the studio, and Pretzel Kids became the program, my kids' program, under the umbrella of my yoga studio. So it wasn't its own company. It was really just the brand name that I called my kids' classes. But as the demand for those classes grew, I developed a training and a curriculum and began to run these weekend trainings to train other teachers how to teach these classes so that they too could could teach kind of the pretzel kids way and bring this into their own communities and, and really help the kids in their lives. At the time when I started it, my kids were, let's see, my youngest was six and my oldest or five or six and my oldest was eight or nine. So they were they were young and I was able to kind of do some trial and error with them on the different poses and games and breathing techniques. And so that was really helpful. Yeah, that's really cool. I want to talk about the name Presto Kids. That's a really cool name. It makes a lot of sense. How did you come up with that name? So I came up with that name. I've always been really good with words, so that's kind of been a strong suit of mine as a as a journalist and wordsmith by trade, but I came up with that name when a school asked me to teach a kid's yoga class. So I sent them, this was early on, probably 2005, and I sent the school a description for the class, and you know, it was called like, everybody else calls their classes, like kids yoga ages five to eight. And the school director called me back or principal called me back and said, you know what, that's great, but can you come up with something a little more catchy? So right there on the phone, I said, yeah, let's call it Pretzel Kids. She's like, I love it. So that first class became called Pretzel Kids for ages, you know, six to nine or whatever the ages were. But then from there, I knew enough to know that I can't just claim a name, right? Maybe it's already taken So I ran it through a lot of different trademark databases and did some Google searches and ended up getting an attorney to kind of make sure that this name was was available, uh, legally available. And we filed trademarks for the company back in the early stages. And I got the domain name Pretzel Kids back when domain names were available. (laughs) And you can get the short one, the .com at the end. And uh, so that, that's really how it, how it happened. And, you know, now I look back on it, I'm like, how amazing that that name was available because it is such a great name and it makes so much sense. It's fun. Kids really relate to it. And pretzel is um, when you sit cross-legged, A, you look like a pretzel, your legs look like a pretzel and it denotes being able to bend yourself into a pretzel. So it, it kind of worked. 
it makes sense. It works out. The name, the, the, the business, the company is kids is all fun. I love that name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Where, where are you located around the country? Is it, is it just in a Boston area or have you expanded outside of Boston? Um, no, we're, we're based in Boston because this is, this is where I live. And when we initially started, because I had a community-based yoga studio, our classes were all in the greater Boston area. But when I launched it as its own company, the goal was to go national. So in 2019, so just last year, we launched our Pretzel Kids web platform, Marketplace. And what this does is those who take my course can then become licensed instructors or members of our Pretzel Kids teaching community. And when they become members, they can list their own classes on our site. So I have teachers that are in Houston. I think I have one now in Austin, Texas. So we've got Texas, we've got California, we have Florida. There's a couple states in the Midwest all of the New England states in the Northeast, New York and New Jersey. We've got Pennsylvania, Tennessee. So we're really, Oklahoma, really broadening across the country. And I just have my first teacher sign on and enroll from the UK. So now we'll have a a teacher in the London, England area, which is nice. So basically what Pretzel Kids allows our teachers to do is to use our resources our name, that great name that we just talked about, so they can brand their classes as Pretzel Kids classes wherever they teach. They can list their classes on our website and they can get directly hired and booked for jobs. So say you're a school director or you run a YMCA in, you know, wherever, Wisconsin, you can go onto the site, see if there's a, go to the hire a teacher tab and hire a teacher directly from our site. And if there's nobody listed, you can then send a message to Pretzel Kids, which I get directly, because there might be a teacher that hasn't listed their classes yet, or we might have somebody coming coming on board. So let's say I, I run an after-school program, and I want to have a yoga teacher for my students or my kids. I will go on Pretzel Kids, go to find a teacher, and find one listed in my area. And if I can't find one, that's when I send the email out to you? Yes, correct. We're a startup, so we are still adding teachers all the time. And the other great thing is if you want to become a teacher, like say you, (laughs) decide, (laughs) hey, I want a great side hustle. I want to teach pretzel kids yoga at, you know, my son's after school program or just my community rec center. If you're not even a parent, don't have to be. You could go onto our site and go to the become a teacher and learn how to become a Pretzel Kids teacher. And then you can enroll right there in our online course, which has been online since we launched our website for Pretzel Kids in 2017. That was our former website. So we had the course up before we even had the current web marketplace. So you can do your training. It's all self-paced from the comfort of your couch. And as we're all at home right now, it's a great opportunity to learn a new skill and have an additional income stream. And um, once you've taken the training, you can join the membership. And if you join the membership, that's where you get all of the ongoing perks. So you can just take the course and decide, I don't want to be a pretzel kids teacher. I just want to learn these skills for my own kids or to volunteer. Or you could do the more immersive option, which is you join the membership and we do trainings every single 
week with our teachers and you get access to our site to run your business. And you can call your classes Pretzel Kids, which is great. The license and the branding alone is worth the membership fee. Cool. And are you able to talk about some of those perks they get with the membership or do we need to be members first? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think one of the main perks is you basically can call your classes Pretzel Kids. So like I mentioned, when that school called me way back in 2005 and said, can we call it something a little bit catchy, you know, more catchy, right? So if you become a Pretzel Kids member teacher, you can then call your classes wherever you're teaching Pretzel Kids, which is a much catchier name. Parents love it. Kids love it. And you get all the resources of our website. So you can list your classes on our website for direct enrollment. Our teachers keep 100% of their class income that they run through the Pretzel Kids website. So that's really great. A lot of these other marketplaces, the, you know, the company takes a pretty big percentage of whatever you're listing. And we don't do that. So we earn our income through the membership fees that the teachers pay. But with a membership, they get, they get to keep all their income. They get to run their businesses off the website. They can have a profile page. They can use the brand. But we also give them ongoing resources. We do trainings every single week on Zoom with our teachers. We have a separate private community um, where they can share resources with each other. And we also provide them with monthly lesson plans. So this makes it really easy. They can just grab a lesson plan every month. And basically, they don't have to plan out their own classes, which they can if they want, but they don't have to. We also have all the marketing templates for them. So say you want to you want to have a brochure or you want to put something on your social media page, you can just grab one of our templates and plug in your own information and you're ready to go. So those are kind of the main perks. In addition to that, we have several partnerships in place. Some of them are brand new during this pandemic phase. So we have partnerships with a company called OutSchool, which is just outschool.com. So all of our teachers that want to teach virtually on the OutSchool platform can now do so through this relationship we have with OutSchool. We've already onboarded, I think, 12 or 14 teachers that are now like instantly teaching classes and they have that extra income stream. And uh, we're about to announce a partnership so I can announce it first on your Blair radio show. What? (laughs) We're about to announce a partnership with care.com, which is the biggest provider of care, whether that be nannies or elder care or dog sitters in the United States. So I believe I probably shouldn't speak for them, but. We're excited about it. Care.com is now listing all kinds of activities for parents to find. So Pretzel Kids will be a big provider of their yoga classes, both virtually right now and in person when we can start safely doing that again. That's cool. Well, first, I'm happy to have that exclusive announcement here. My ex actually <laughs> used to work for, for Care.com, so that's I'm really familiar with Oh, really? That. Yeah. We're excited to get that going. Yeah, that that's huge. I'm excited for you guys and for your future and everything that you have coming up and that what you guys are currently doing. I want to talk about people when when they think of yoga. There's always like I hear a lot of positive and some negative. What fears do parents or schools have about yoga? That's a really good question. Um, uh, we think that the biggest fear or concern that schools and parents might have is the fear of the unknown and also a fear of 
thinking, well, I read that this was a religion. What are you actually going to be teaching my kids? Uh, I've heard yoga has chanting. Parents get really concerned about something that's, you know, kind of forcing more dogma um, onto their kids or a belief system that may not be their belief system. So we've had to spend a lot of time in education sort of dispelling and debunking that myth that yoga is a religion because it's not, certainly not what we do. Our program is for everybody, (laughs) every religion, every race, every child, even kids with disabilities or special needs, we're all encompassing. And our mission is to help every child feel more self-confident about their own unique abilities. So with that said, we, we were very particular in how we went to market. Pretzel Kids is our trademark name. And when we go into schools, we market ourselves as fun, fitness, movement, mindfulness, and yoga. So we're all of that rolled into one, and our program is curriculum-based and play-based, and it was developed by myself and two school teachers, and there is no chanting involved. There is no, we don't even have yoga in our official name, Pretzel Kids. That's how we've really managed to kind of dispel that kind of fear that yoga is a religion. Can you explain why yoga is good for kids? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, like I mentioned, we help kids feel better in their, in their own bodies. And I think that's really important right now because this is a way for kids to gain some confidence and feel more accomplished in, in what they can do. Because this program is for our program is for all kids. And yoga in general, the physical side of yoga you don't have to be flexible to do yoga. You don't have to be good at yoga, right? Like anybody can do it. And that's really our mission is to help kids achieve strength, balance, flexibility, focus by practicing yoga and by doing yoga with us. And do you have, are there any age restrictions or what's the age range? Yeah. So our program, we really start at age three and go up to teenagers. And really kind of the more of the sweet spot for our classes is ages three to maybe the tween teen, like 13, maybe 14. But the older teens, although I've run many high school classes, the older teens really kind of cross over into being able to do the adult yoga classes. And for some of them, they feel like that's more their lane versus our classes, which tend to be very, very popular amongst the preschoolers elementary school kids and middle schoolers. So that's really kind of our sweet spot. Obviously, our curriculum is going to be different when we teach a preschool class versus when we teach a class for grades six to eight. So it's a scalable curriculum that takes into account the developmental stages and ages of the kids. So when the teachers are taking these courses, are they taught how to teach yoga to kids of all ages or or do they decide on what age range that they're going to be teaching? So our basic training program, our basic certification course, the online program, we focus on ages 3 to ages 12 slash 13. We also have an add-on course for how to teach yoga to teens. 
So most of the people that take our certification course are really taking the main course. However, if it's in their plan to teach, you know, older kids or teens, they would just add on our teen mini course. And the same goes for, we also have another mini course called how to teach yoga to kids with special needs. So if that's something that the trainee or future teacher wants to focus on, they can add on that course. And some of our packages, we include those courses. So our, our main course, when you go onto our website, we have three options for training. So the, the mid-tier option, you get one of the mini courses with it. And the kind of the all bells and whistles option, you get all of our mini courses, our main course, the membership and coaching with me to start your business. So it just depends on kind of what they're looking for, but we felt it was most beneficial to offer these tiers so that people can kind of figure out, oh, I just want the main course. I want the main course and the teen course, and they can kind of decide. Cool. Yeah. Like if I was doing it, I would want those options. So that's great. I'm glad you guys are doing it that way. Thank you. I know that you were saying that you were, you use your kids when they were young to mm-hmm. kind of, I guess you could say you were practicing with your kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do they do, I know they're grown now, your sons, do they still do yoga today? So um, <laughs> my, I have, my, my boys are older. They're, they're young adults. My youngest is 20, he just turned 21 last week. And he is a professional ballet dancer. Oh, wow. So he definitely uses these tools and skills in his everyday life. And I think yoga has helped him with it for sure with his flexibility and balance, but also his focus and mindset and becoming a professional ballet dancer at age 19. And um, just being able to treat his body like truly like it is a temple and knowing how to eat healthy, keep in shape, live a healthy lifestyle is very much a big part of his life. And I think yoga really helped him that being instilled in him at an early age. My older son, ironically, um, does not practice yoga, (laughs) but he is very mindful. So, I mean, everybody's different. And the fact that I could give them these tools to then take and run with it or not in whatever way work best for their lives, I think is important. My older son turns 24 in two days. It's almost his birthday. And um, Ethan is a video producer, um, editor out in Los Angeles and works on a very popular podcast right now that you might be familiar with. It's called Marketplace and it's put out by um, American Public Media, which is part of NPR. So he kind of went the journalist way, I would say, (laughs) telling (laughs) stories via video and podcasts and um, you know, so it's really interesting how my two boys turned out. Like my first path in life, Ethan ended up going to journalism school and studying digital journalism and um, video production was his college degree and um, is now doing that professionally. And my younger son did not go to college. He went straight into ballet right out of high school. He dances for the National Ballet of Canada in Toronto. That is so cool. Robin, you have some amazing sons. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm really proud of them. So, yeah. And happy birthday to the, both of them, actually. So, Yep. Yep. It's a May month. <laughs> birthday <laughs> month. For my kids, at least. It's both birthdays and Mother's Day. So, it's May's really yeah. cool for, no, for you guys. 
Okay, so you meditate five minutes a day. I meditate zero, but I do want to start. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know what to do. So what do I or anybody else that want to start meditating, what do we need to do? Honestly, anybody can meditate. And I like to joke about it a little bit. Even though people say that you can be taught to meditate, I really think it's just you got to just start. It's a self-practice, although you can do guided but it's kind of like taking a shower. Like, how do you tell someone to take a shower? You just take a shower, right? So meditation is kind of the same thing. It's about quieting your mind. So you begin to notice and become more aware of, of yourself and your thoughts. Um, it's not necessarily getting rid of the thoughts. That would be nice, huh? But it doesn't really work that way. It's about quieting your mind and quieting your thoughts. So These days, what I love is anybody can start at any time. And there are so many amazing apps (laughs) to help you meditate. I have a couple favorites that I use myself, even though I've been meditating for 20 years. I have downloaded on my phone um, Calm, which is a good shout out to them, although I'm not an affiliate, and Balance. So those are two of my favorite personal apps. And they have all kinds of wonderful meditations that you can do and you can just basically close your eyes hit the button and go and you can even decide whether you want you know a five minute meditation or as you work your way up maybe you want 10 minutes or 20 minutes so i i really do recommend those apps a lot of people also use an app called headspace which i i haven't personally used but people like it and of course you can sign up for a class with with a teacher i currently teach meditation and mindfulness classes mainly to youth right now via pretzel kids and our partner out school and i i love that i actually have one coming up today a mindfulness class that i'm doing and and i just i love teaching teaching the young ones because i think these these are tools that they can carry into their lives for the rest of their lives and but no matter you can start too at any point you can start when we get off of this interview (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh I'm gonna make a promise to myself to start, and I'm definitely gonna check out uh, those apps. Probably calm because I just like the name. <laughs> but yoga, I I don't practice myself, but my 17 year old daughter, she just started with her mother, and and they love it. It's made me really start looking into it, so it's something that I'm definitely going to do. Awesome, you should. Yeah, yeah. I um I don't know why I haven't yet, but yeah, I definitely should. <laughs> so. If people want to know more about you and Presto Kids, where can they go? Where can they find you? Yeah. So the easiest way is just to hop on over to our website, which is pretzelkids.com. So spelt exactly as it should be spelled, P-R-E-T-Z-E-L-K-I-D-S.com. And you can learn all about our company there. You can learn about how to become a teacher, how to find a class. We now have on our class locator the top buttons you can click on in the locator are all where you can see all the classes are online and we've got all kinds of you know online offerings that we're adding daily there so you can find out about that for your kids too we also run some free classes so be sure to check those out we have one coming up on friday so free half hour class for kids ages 7 to 11 so i think you'll find everything you need right there on our website we're also on facebook you can just look us up under Pretzel Kids and we're on Instagram, Pretzel Kids Yoga, and we're also on Pinterest, Pretzel Kids. Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to thank you so very much for taking time out of your day to tell us everything about you and Pretzel Kids. I really do appreciate it. Did I miss anything? Anything else? I don't 
don't think so. You're a great interviewer. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure being on your show and I look forward to sharing it. Thank you. I, I really do appreciate that. I just wish I can interview as well as you teach yoga. But, uh, one day I'll get <laughs> Yes, but you do. So don't worry about it. And guess what? Guess what? There is a path from interviewing to yoga. I'm, I'm proof positive. Really? I, I interviewed as a journalist. I interviewed people for years and years. And now I teach yoga. So you can do it too. If I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You can awesome. not only practice, but you can teach someday if you want to. I'm not saying you're going to want to do that, but start with the five minutes of meditation. And you'll be golden. Well, Noah, if I do decide to teach, I know exactly where to go. Pressingkids.com. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for that amazing interview, Robin, and for the exclusive announcement regarding your partnership with care.com. That's really awesome. I also want to thank those of you who have listened to episode 24 of Blair Radio, Start Your Business and Be Heard. You guys can learn more about Robin and Impress with Kids at PressWithKids.com. Also, go to BlairRadio.com slash EP24 and you will find the show notes, more information on Robin and a whole lot more stuff there. But do me a favor and leave a comment or a like for this episode and I will talk to you guys later. Next week, we will be talking to a best-selling author with an interesting take on personality tests. Until then, do whatever you can to be heard and you guys be safe out there. Thanks for listening to Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard. <laughs> be heard. Um, there's no script. I'm not even prepared for this, but I felt kind of obligated to say something, but I didn't want to overshadow, you know, Robin's interview, but it's just the timing that we released the show today. And this has been events going on in our country or causing an uprising and protests, some peaceful, some not so peaceful. And since the beginning, well, even in the past, I've always said that I'm, I don't speak on these issues. I, I speak on them in house with my, my family and some, some close friends, but I never speak publicly about it, publicly about it. It's just that I didn't want to really just have the, any arguments or, or just have the conversation period. But this one is, is pretty bad. It's as a black man, I've I've dealt with racism a lot since I was a kid. Um, me and my brother and a lot of people th- that I know. So I know that it it exists. What what bothers me is I'm raising four black kids and I never wanted them to experience this stuff. And my my daughter she called me the other day. She said that they're out there in Vegas and she was marching with her mom and they were protesting. And it's just like why. Do my kids have to see this, go through this, regardless of what I think or what you may think or how you feel about the situation is we shouldn't be having these conversations. No matter who's right or who's wrong is why is this? Me personally, I I love everybody. I, I never teach my kids hate. I don't want them to even know about it. And it's just sad that 
I had to talk to my three oldest kids. My son, he's too young. And I'm thinking that, well, the stories that my grandma was telling me about what she went through, the stories that I'm now telling my kids, like all my kids are going to have to tell their kids' stories. I don't know, man. It's, no matter what side you're on, I just want everybody to be safe. And um, 